So, how are we going to start this? Bing. Oh. Hello and welcome to What's the Blacks. I am Stephen with Philip and Kieran. There we go. What's happening, boys? Yeah, what's, today? what's yeah. going on, gang? Happy to be here. Happy to talk. Essentially, I think this podcast is going to be a bit of a journal of our plant-based living. A part of that will be doing this podcast. Before we go anywhere, I will say it's been so worthwhile, but this has been a real challenge to get to this point. Yeah. I know you both do like your own your own personal projects and I'm sure you felt the same thing. There's so many things that you just do not think about. Even when I've been like looking at doing something like this for years, it's a massive hurdle from getting to that beginning to where we are now. There's so much to think about though, in that like it's a big it's a big project, yeah. It's not something you can just start one afternoon and then get to this point or get to something that you feel like's good enough to put out there. You want to start doing all this stuff, but then you come across these hurdles mm. and you realise we've got so much to do and it's all these little things and big things that you you have to look at. You can't just throw everything aside. It's, it's difficult to be patient. I've got to be honest. Like we've, we've, yeah. we've been talking about it and there's times where it's like, all right, we just need to take our time with this because it's frustrating as yeah, well yeah but you have to realize these things do take time obviously the initial excitement as well that kind of dwindles a little bit and then you know a lot of people when you talk about doing projects like this they're like yeah that'd be amazing i'd love to do that and then when you get around to trying to do it they're not really up for it i think that's the best thing about us three so far is like we all still have that excitement but we're all very yeah okay at some points you can get a bit dragged away but we're all very patient in a sense we're all thinking about the long term rather than short term you know yeah you know that there's all these little things like as much as we want to put stuff out there every single day every single week we know that there's certain stuff that we have to give a little bit more time to and a little bit more patience to i'm not sure how long we've probably been talking about it for a couple of months now and now we've got to that point we've had a couple of pilots we've you know discussed different things at length now we're both on the same page about what we want this to be about and how we want to get it out there and provide something which is of value to people i think there's probably about three points where you develop as a person through doing stuff like this first thing is like learning by doing no matter how much planning you do you're never going to be able to like predict everything that's going to happen we sometimes maybe a lot of people do as well get caught in a mindset of, oh, I don't think this is good enough to put out yet or I wish this was a little bit better before I release it. or And it's just that state of mind just drags you down. Each time you put stuff out there, you'll improve, you'll learn from the last one. It's part of the journey. The most impressive people in the world have had to go through journeys to get to a certain point. Success or just creating something which is worthwhile never comes overnight. So it's good that we're taking our time but also we're improving and we can tell that we need to work to get better. It's that journey that makes it the worthwhile, you know? I always had that feeling with games and then if I ever <laughs> did use some cheat code or something, it was oh, it was great for five minutes or when you showed someone you had this, this and they couldn't get it, but after it that it's just like, well, I cheated to get it. It's just, you didn't yeah. enjoy it the same way. I was listening to this one guy talking about his experience on traveling alone. He started off in Empire State waiting for hours on his own and he got up there and it, like for five, ten seconds he said that this feeling lasted and then he was like 
is this it? And then after that, he kind of realizes not what you see or what you, but it's your journey and the people that you experience it with and like share those moments with. Those, those three points for me are like learning by doing, like we discussed, mm. self-analysis. Just are unaware of like the way you sound, the way you talk, the way you look, the way mm. people perceive you. And you go through life and you have to constantly like analyze what you're doing, why you're doing it. Things like that. Self-awareness and self-analysis, same thing? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I hear you, yeah. You have to analyse yourself, but like you were saying, doing things on your own, it can be more difficult to enjoy it. You know, it's great that we've had each other to just say, look, okay, this isn't working, how are we going to fix this? And it's it's a group thing rather mm. than just a independent and singular way of approaching the situation. If yeah. I was going to say there's one difference between self-awareness and self-analysis, it would be that analysis, you're trying to improve yourself, whereas, I don't know, self-awareness is just sort of being aware of how you are with other people. Yeah, I think they go hand in hand. I think they merge into the same thing. Because I think if you're self-aware, then you're not self-aware if you're not improving yourself, you know? Like, you can't just be... Yeah, I think we should maybe make up a new word, like self Aware analysis. <laughs> <laughs> After everything, it's just staying motivated, stick, sticking at something, doing something, and you know, I think if you got all those three things, yeah, 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 getting to this point, it's it's been good, but hopefully it's just gonna be better. Sometimes I've caught myself feeling like this before, and it's that initial feeling of when you start something. I just love starting things, but then as you go on, as you come across these problems that sort of excitement starts to fade a little bit. I think sometimes people get caught up and then they start too many things and they always start something and never finish it. Talking about struggles of creating this podcast project is the fact that we've managed to keep that excitement going. If you constantly work at something and you push through those moments, you realize how much more you actually achieve. It's, it's, it's a big process, but I think for anything you do, this happens and you, you just have to push for it if you really want to achieve and provide something which is beneficial for lots of others. I think when you want to start loads of different projects, that can be really good as well. If you can get to a point with every single project that you do, where you learn something from it, you develop skills, and then you can come back into another environment, bring in skills that you've learned. I think it's the problem is when you say, oh, I want to do this, but then never put any time into developing skills from mm. it. There's lots of projects that I've looked at doing but I've always used them to develop skills like you've learned from those experiences right yeah definitely at the beginning when you have an idea that is very enjoyable and then you get to the point where you're struggling and it's just like you're not enjoying it in the same way then you still look ahead and you're like I'm gonna do it I'm gonna get it done and you're you're still slightly excited about that end goal something which for me has been very important is the more I do whether it's working or doing my own personal work or working for someone else, when I have less time to get those projects done, that's when I really, really put time into them because it's like, when you have all of the time in the world to do something, you can get caught just like, oh, I've got a lot of time, I can do this later, I can do this later. Whereas if you've got a few commitments here and there, you make sure you do that work in, in those times where you are free. That, that target, that goal can be really good and really constructive for some people but I think you've got to make sure you don't get ahead of yourself if you spend all your time thinking about oh it'd be so amazing when my page is up neglecting the tasks at hand then 
you sort of don't enjoy the tasks and learn properly how to do the tasks. I mean, I don't necessarily enjoy them at the beginning, but you learn to enjoy them by having that positive mindset towards something. It's important to have some sort of vision or end goal because that is what you're working towards. Like squats, for example, I hated them, but I knew like to get my legs bigger, if I want that physique or if I want my legs to be stronger, I have to do them. And without having that end goal or that end vision, sometimes it's hard to do the tasks that you don't like doing. But when you do have a clear picture of where you want to be, you can push through them. And I think that's what motivates you to keep on going. But in going back, going back to what you said before, sometimes where you where you don't have a lot of time to do things, and that kind of forces you to do them, mm. I could so relate to that. Like for me, a while ago, like on my personal project with fit living and everything. Okay, I've never been like not broke, broke. Like I've always had a bit of money. I've always had a safety net. I've kind of planned what I'm gonna do. But I remember one stage where I wasn't making that much money, and like the bank balance was just kind of going like this. When he says like this, he's hand gesturing that is going down. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I like that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just slowly, it was slowly going decreasing, down. you know, slowly decreasing. And that forced me yeah. to find a way and flip things and actually forced me to start making money or start going to get that. I have commitments, but it means that I've got a lot less time to, to create and do those things that I feel like I should be doing. And it pushes me to make sure I'm putting in the effort and I just feel like sometimes you know when you've got too much time and I struggle with this I just I feel like I've got all the time in the world and I just get less done that's exactly what I mean sometimes you think oh yeah I've got enough balance and I don't need mm. to really do anything or yeah. I've got so much time I don't need to do anything and like you say when you do have all these other tasks that you need to do and only a certain amount of limited time per day to do them you know that's all you're going to spend your time and effort on doing those tasks. And you'll probably end up doing just as much as you did anyway. Yeah, this yeah, is the, this yeah. is the funny thing about it. Even if you have no strict commitments, like you don't have a job or you don't have uh, different things that you have to be at all the time, you can structure a day out. And you plan mm. in things like activities and you know if you're not doing anything, then go out, see the museums, see like everything. Block up your days with things that are going to help you grow as a person and then sort of have times where you're dedicated to being productive. That's what you're really good at, man. That's what, you love your routine, you love a structure and you love, but it shows you though, like having that, because when you have too much free time or too much pointless time, shall I say, then your mind kind of drifts and you don't know where your focus is and you don't know. But if you know that eight o'clock is when my workout starts, I'm working till nine, by 10, I'm out the door, I'm seeing the museum, two hours, I'm gonna come back in. It's so structured and you just, it's literally a recipe for success. Talking about diet and stuff, same thing. Like if you don't have a structure or if you don't have a set path, it gets confusing, you know, and you don't know where to mm. take things forward or how to improve. We're getting into that then, we should probably make that a thing here. <laughs> for me, like plant-based diet was a lot to do with trying to solve some of the issues in my life like I've suffered with like spots for quite a long time bro that's cleared up massively since you've gone vegan bro. yeah honestly it's I not perfect it's not yeah but you you also got to remember yeah that dairy and is a big influence on inflammation and skin especially and you might only start to see those changes after a while you know what I mean you would never see a change 
Instant. One week or yeah. a couple of days after. So. I mean, I don't even expect that. But I think that's probably one of the big things that I wanted to test out. This is the one thing where I can actually notice a visual difference. I mean, you can have a sense of, oh, my breathing's a little bit better. But how do people actually understand that? Like, yeah, how many people have you talked to where you're like, oh, you know, ever since I've been vegan my energy is better like oh it's just you having a better routine or something yeah so So the initial reason for you going plant-based you would say probably now yeah if if i was retrospectively looking back it's probably that acne just thinking all right this is actually a way that could possibly help improve my acne you know you guys for me probably the main reason why i wanted to improve my diet especially with plants Health, by far health reasons, but I didn't know that I want to be here, you know. For me, it was kind of maybe a two-year, three-year health journey and just slowly self-experimenting. All right, but was there anything that you in particular targeted? Yeah, I know of you course, had yeah. like a little bit of eczema. Which eczema, eczema, and there's still not, you know what I mean? But, but for me, mainly it was to tackle eczema and it was to just improve my recovery with fitness, have more energy. and um, But yeah, mainly mainly the health and fitness aspect. I just wanted to better myself and better my performance. Yeah, for me, it's everything all started with health. I've had quite a few health problems. And so I got to the point of thinking, you know, medication's not exactly helping and nothing's changing. And food was just a route I took. I, I did a lot of reading, I did a lot of writing. Um, and it made the difference it didn't so asthma has been one of the things anxiety and stress and panic attacks has been one of the things as well i just felt like being as healthy as i can was required for me to be able to deal with all of these things the best way i could you notice the difference in your skin based on how many omega-6 omega-3 you have and even the last couple of days when i've been eating a few more nuts which are high in omega-6 my breathing's been a bit more uncomfortable at nights. And you know, for you, it's, it's your skin. For me, it's my asthma. It's just those type of things. It's the ratio and it makes such a difference. Do you know what's really interesting, which I never even thought about before you start looking into plant-based eating and plant-based lifestyle, is your bodies aren't made to react like this. I do think that like diet is so important for these sorts of things. And it's only been in the last, I don't know, was it a hundred years or something where like not even that long I don't think yeah probably 70 60 years that people have started having like real problems with spots all the time acne all the time and is that is that how do, how do we just like rationalize that as oh it's just something you go through you have to deal with it it's yeah. not something that's supposed to happen to us and it's something which is mainly seen in Western culture breathing problems um, spots boldness, all of these things. It's very Western. You go to Asian countries, you go to African countries, and they don't seem to have these very similar traits, which seem to be so, so potent in, in the Western the Western world. And it, it, it obviously, it boils down to diet. We can stand here and say, or sit here and say, <laughs> that we notice the difference mm. and we can feel the difference because we're so in control of what we eat. We mm, know mm, mm. certain things that we change on a daily basis can affect our breathing, our spots or our eczema or one of the two. And we, we feel it, we can, we can see visually. 
So that's how we know personally that it impacts us and I think a lot of people just can't really see that because they haven't made those changes. This all takes time, it takes time to get to know your body, become in tune with it because you forget this is depending on how old you are but for us it's around 20 years of being clueless, not having a single clue of what impacts you, the way your body works and behaves and this stuff has a direct correlation with each other so once you get to know what you're feeling and get in tune with your body then you can start tackling and becoming more aware of your problems. When you're ploughing your body with all these toxins from everything that you're eating, when you're not eating clean, there's no way of discerning like which thing is causing you to have like this inflammation at this time. Whereas when you're having, a, when you strip it back, you notice the individual changes that make a difference. Like if I now have walnuts in high amounts, I know that it gives me a few pimples here and there. So it's not such a good thing to be having. For you, for me, walnuts work perfectly and are an amazing source of omega-3. So it's all down to what your body handles. Like mentioning before, my body's way of breaking out and dealing with inflammation might be through eczema or dry skin. Yours is gonna be through asthma and yours is probably gonna be through skin as well, just in maybe a different form. And it's, it's interesting, so <clears throat> walnuts, for you, you have too many walnuts and, and you, you see the difference. For me, I have a few too many walnuts and I do notice, especially with walnuts, my breathing, but I still eat them in small portions because Small portions, they don't affect me badly. It's just making sure I get a balance and knowing my balance. We're all getting onto that point where we know what works for us, but it's been a gradual process. of and it, and here, it, I think. think about how much we still don't know. We know a lot about a potato, but there's so much that we don't know. Like calories are new, macronutrients, this is all new. You know, back in the day, these Greek gods that you see had ripped physiques and six pack abs, they didn't know what a calorie was or how to count macros. They just, you know, you, you become in tune with your body and you kind of know what works for you. And take, take time with that journey. Take time to get to know yourself and be open that it might take a year, it might take two years or, you know. I was thinking um, about how I approached turning plant-based at the beginning and what my goals were, how I planned out my eating strategies for mm. working with improving my diet. And I think at the beginning, it was a lot to do with cutting out dairy and also cutting out sugar. Once you start to learn about fruits with fiber and sugar combined and how that plays differently on your body in comparison to processed sugars and fast acting sugars, that was the step for me to be like, all right, now I can actually just cut out all sugar. And that was a big thing for me. I feel like sugar's really addictive and negatively impacts like your whole body and I think that affects my spots I don't I have no evidence to show that in any way but then cutting out milk was probably the first one of the first things with sugar mm. that my journey started with and trying to see how my body would change with that with the uh, in reference to the sugar obviously you still eat fruit yeah so you you make sure you get sugar from good sources yeah but then for me I think I'm probably way more strict on having any forms of processed sugar or fast acting sugars in compared to both of you i'm a foodie it's in my, i would love i love to try stuff you know like if there's a vegan jam peanut butter jam donut with made with coconut sugar i'm gonna try it but for me it's 
it's balance and for me a part of living a healthy lifestyle is balance like if i go to a place one sugary donut on a friday evening it's not gonna do anything what you have once won't hurt you the same way having a salad once won't benefit you i definitely think balance is something we're gonna cover on a completely mm. different podcast because i know we all have our opinions on balance and how to do balance right mm -hmm. um for me similar to you steve no i i i, I probably am on the same level that I tend not to have syrups. I tend to try and sweeten things with dates or some fruit if I can, just because I've noticed uh, I get a bit agitated with things that aren't balanced with the sugar and fiber and all of the other sort of macronutrients. So I agree with you a lot on that stage. But occasionally, yeah, if we go out, we go somewhere, I feel like Sometimes you just got to experience things. And for me, if I see something and they've used coconut sugar or syrup, I think, can I make this myself with some sort of fruit and make it taste the same? To say, beginning a plant-based, where you actually just say, this is my plan for what I'm doing? That's the thing. I didn't think about it. He didn't really expect to be here. We didn't really plan two years ago that we were going to be fully plant-based. or And it starts off... It's just gradual, you know, you don't really have a plan or you don't really know where you're going to end up. I guess the overall plan was to better our health. That was just the plan at the start. I started cutting out dairy was one of the things I've cut out for longest. And once I cut that out, then new plans form in place. Then you start looking at meat differently or you start looking at other substances differently and finding out how that impacts you and then that sort of integrates into your plan and forms a plan from there, you know? Yeah, I think probably the initial place where, where we both started would be we, we wanted to go away from buying frozen packaged food. So in, as opposed to buying like a microwave meal or some sort of sandwich or some sort of wrap. So we just, you know, we'd chill together, we'd make some food and then slowly and gradually we are just like, how can we keep improving this? For me... I got to the point where I was like, I need to make some sort of change here because my health was at some points quite bad. And I just thought, I need to make a little change. I'm eating healthy, but what can I still improve? I'd realized I'd gone moments where my health was better. And I thought, how can I improve and relate more to those times and just fast forward and be in a place where I'm just a lot more healthy. For me, when I started, it was probably more about taking foods out and then I think what supported that was trying to get foods in and flax seeds, massive thing that definitely wanted to get into my diet as one of the first things. Uh, and I went flax seeds, nuts, hemp seeds, hemp milk into my diet and big one, broccoli. You didn't start with all of that, you know? You don't start with a plan specifically saying, I'm gonna put in flax seeds, I'm gonna put in hemp seeds, I'm gonna put this in, I'm gonna put this in. Like you say, you start off by just cutting out one thing. Your overall plan is to better your health. But you know what I think is also very important to stress? You do not need to do a one month fast. You know what I mean? You Like if you're really concerned about your health, which probably has a more of an impact than like pollution. We live in London. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, but the air you breathe here probably has more of an impact than half of the substances that we consume in our diet. Uh, you know, for me it was, can I improve my asthma? Can I improve, you know, my anxiety? Can I improve these things? And once I got to the point where I realized 
I've done this. It's like, okay, these were the main goals mm. that I was trying to reach. And once I'd reached them, it was more about sustaining it just to make sure I'm happy with what I'm doing. Because it's about being happy at the end of the day. It's about being happy and healthy. That's where the struggle yeah. is, I think. And I think I do see some people that they go to a limit and they don't look happy that, you know... And you take it too far yeah. and you're constantly, you're constantly searching for something that isn't there, you know. You kind of forget why you started and you might have a plan, but be, um, be, be, be open to your plan changing, you know. Sometimes two months down the line or three months down the line, your plan might change and you're... That, and that's why I think it is important to have some sort of plan at the start and then just be open to new things and be open to that plan changing and adjusting that and seeing how you can get there, you know? If, if you told me at the beginning that energy levels were going to be better, my sleep pattern would... It's a bit atrocious at the moment because of me just messing through the night. Hustle Hot. And I grinding. We terrible. did tell you your energy levels would be better, bro. Yeah, but I was going to say, if you told me... Not if. <laughs> we did, but you didn't believe us. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I wouldn't believe anybody telling me that stuff. But no one expects that kind of impact. But yeah. now, yeah, the amount I see you getting on with, you know, top yeah. grade in your year. So, you know, like, at the um, end of the day, you've been doing a lot of work, man. I've seen the work you've been doing, and I think... Definitely the diet you've implemented has benefited that. What are we saying? Where do we see ourselves and our eating improving? What are our next targets and next steps? For me, I definitely want to increase broccoli. I want to have broccoli you love your almost broccoli. every day. Mate, I've never heard you say broccoli Mate, so you got, much. You've got broccoli heads growing out of your hair. No, but I think, I think one of the things I want to do is broccoli every day for think a month makes your brain work mm. better um I, I definitely feel like i felt some benefits from it before starting sort of like now i'm gonna try and do broccoli every day you know the last week or so i've been obviously intermittent fasting intermittent fasting I mean, and that seems to be going well for you yeah i mean i stop eating about seven eight nine i'm not putting a time on it every day because i don't want it to be too restrictive restricted yeah so if i wake up late one day if i go to bed later one day and I need a bit of food you know so I stop eating maybe seven eight or nine start eating again maybe 11 12 1 when I feel like it and try and fit my eating in between six mm. to eight maybe nine hours just so I've got a, a long period two thirds to three quarters of the day where I'm not eating and my body can just rest from that digestion what benefits are you hoping to see from that then um I mean, already, I I do feel a lot energi a lot more energized, and I think for me, discipline's a very important thing. So if I can go for periods where I'm not constantly hungry, I feel like that's a good thing. That kind of leads to me and my point and my talk. Like I'm really satisfied with my diet is full and like honestly, there's an abundance of veggies and greens and fruits and the foods that I'm actually eating. I think I've got to a point where I'm very satisfied with and my body has no problems my skin is glowing I feel fresh and clean from the inside out I feel amazing but going back to what you said for me the way I want to improve my current eating is to see what serves me like last night you guys know that I love my peanut butter and that's daily and I never want to cut that out just it's my 
deepest and truest love in life. <laughs> but for example, last night, uh, maybe it was like 11 p.m. and I was feeling a little bit peckish, slightly peckish, and obviously when that feeling does happen, peanut bar jar is where I go to. But what I want to try and improve on is, like yesterday I thought to myself, I was like, it's 11 p.m., if I go and have that tablespoon of peanut butter, is it really serving me? Is it gonna bring me any closer to where I wanna be and my goals? And I'd say that's the main thing that I'm trying to focus on. And I think, yeah, we're at a similar stage in that sense that I'm very happy with the nutrition I'm getting day to day. I have well over 10 portions of fruit and veg in my diet. This is the problem with sugar, and I agree with you, Steve. You know, sugar, if you have a bit of sugar, it can- It, it can sparks those cravings. cravings. Yeah. And that's the problem with it, and that's the problem. But then some people are naturally, naturally more disciplined to handle that, you know? Mm -hmm. Whereas some people will give into it, and that takes time to- And that's where I'm improving now, because a lot of the time I'd have some tasty dates in the fridge and I just go and snack on them, whether it's 11 in the evening and I'm just thinking, I just want a couple of dates or whether it's 6 a.m. when I get up in the morning. And now, because I have, you know, whether it's two, three, four hours in the morning where I just drink water and then in the evening where I just don't eat anything, I just feel a lot better and happy about what I'm doing and it doesn't fuel me to go on from a snack to a massive meal when it's unnecessary and I don't need it. Anyway, so we're also working on some other things with the videos. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. And so we'll soon be putting out some stuff with that. But how's that been going, Phil? That's been going well, man. We're in the process of... We've got a couple Rich things Pink. set in stone. couple things set in stone. Obviously, I don't want to let too much out now. But that's all going to be on the YouTube soon. And that's going to be your go-to place for all our adventures, all our cooking tutorials, all our challenges, that's where you're going to want to be. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah.